0: Today on the big picture, aliens, UFOs, reverse engineering, whistleblowers, aliens, 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 some of them even crashing into people's yards. What is the truth? Can we believe what we've been told? Can we believe the media once and for all when we usually don't? Our guest today, Stan Deo, knows the answers. Stan has worked in these agencies. He has witnessed with his own eyes many of the things that are being discussed he knows the truth and if you want to know the truth are we alone is there anything out there do we have the crafts in possession and even bodies stan will tell us because he's lived it and he's been there all that and more today on the big picture sandy you and i have followed his life his ministry his is just incredible story mm-hmm. of what all he has done, amazing what he is, what he has still. Amazing career. Yes. And when he's we, not
1: slowing down.
0: He's not slowing Maybe down. Maybe
1: just a tiny bit.
0: No, I, I don't think it's even a tiny bit. I think he might be <laughs> ramping up. But uh, but the thing is, when we begin to hear about this whistleblower and we begin to hear about disclosure and they had all these things, all of a sudden, you know, things we've been talking about here on The Big Picture, everybody's talking about on mainstream media, we were just a little bit questioned. And we were like, you know, well, we need to hear from somebody that we trust. Right. And we knew immediately who that exactly. was. And that was none other than our guest tonight on the big picture, Stan Dale. Everybody welcome Stan yes. Dale. The crowd is going wild. They always go wild for you. Yay. Yay. They all love Stan Dale. Stan, welcome to the big picture. Once again, welcome back. I should say to yes. the big picture, you are always our honored guest to be with us and we are honored to have you again, sir.
2: Thank you. Good to be here. Uh, still breathing. Yes,
0: yes, you are. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. Well, uh, Stan, you know, we want to cut right to it and get right into it. You you know, of of the people that we know in our life, you know, we, we know a lot of preachers. We know a lot of teachers. We we might even know some people that's uh, politicians. But when it comes to subjects as UFOs, UAPs, aliens, re- uh, re-engineering, reverse engineering aircraft and all this, the yeah. only one we really know, and we're blessed and privileged to know him, and that is yes. you, is... Uh, you
1: are the authority in our lives.
0: Absolutely. And I think you're the authority <laughs> in most people's lives.
1: Exactly.
0: So, Stan, before we react to some of this stuff that's come out with the whistleblowers and with the supposed craft that crashed in the backyard in Las Vegas and and picking your brain on these video clips that we're going to show, uh, I would be interested in knowing your initial thoughts. So when when you heard that this whistleblower was now going to say officially for the first time what many things that you knew and that you lived and you experienced what was your first reaction when you heard that this whistleblower had come out and the things that he had said
2: well the the fact that he had come out was interesting it caught my attention but um he said several things which ones that he said that that, uh, you want me to comment on
0: well, you know, let's let's just go ahead and get into it. Let's let's start off right here. We're going to watch this first little clip here. It's just a few seconds, maybe a little more than a minute, and then I want to get your comments on this. Arrow.
3: One. And now in a News Nation exclusive, David Grush, an Air Force veteran, former member of that task force and veteran of the National Geospatial Intelligence Agency is formally blowing the whistle on secrets he says no one has ever shared publicly before. You are one of the most trusted FORMER INTELLIGENCE OFFICIALS IN THE U.S. DEFENSE AND INTELLIGENCE ESTABLISHMENT? YES, I WAS. YOU WERE TRUSTED WITH THE MOST INTIMATE SECRETS? YES. GRUSH SITTING DOWN WITH AWARD-WINNING INVESTIGATIVE JOURNALIST ROSS COLDHART, WHO IS REPORTING FOR News Nation AND HAS SPENT YEARS REPORTING ON THE UFO QUESTION. WHAT CONCLUSION DID YOU COME TO AT THE END OF YOUR TIME ON THE UAP TASK FORCE?
4: Uh, The UAP task force was refused access to um, a broad crash retrieval program. When you say crash retrieval, what do you mean? Uh, These are retrieving non-human origin uh, technical vehicles, you know, call it spacecraft if you will. Non-human, exotic origin vehicles that have either landed or crashed.
3: We have spacecraft from another species.
4: We do, yeah. How many? Quite a number. You're kidding. No. I THOUGHT IT WAS TOTALLY NUTS, AND I THOUGHT AT FIRST I WAS BEING DECEIVED, IT WAS A RUSE. PEOPLE STARTED CONFIDING IN ME, THEY APPROACHED ME. I HAVE PLENTY OF CURRENT FORMER SENIOR INTELLIGENCE OFFICERS THAT CAME TO ME, MANY OF WHICH I KNEW ALMOST MY WHOLE CAREER, THAT CONFIDED IN ME THEY WERE A PART OF A PROGRAM, THEY NAMED THE PROGRAM, I'VE NEVER HEARD OF IT, AND THEY, they TOLD ME, BASED ON THEIR ORAL TESTIMONY, um, AND THEY PROVIDED ME DOCUMENTS AND OTHER, other PROOF, that there was, in fact, a program that the UAP task force was uh, not read into.
0: So that's my first thing I want to get a response from you. All of this that he's saying was not that, that there was a section, a large, the majority section of our U.S. government, including the president and Congress, was not read into, but this was commonly known inside those that were in that world. So what's your first initial thoughts of when he admits many of the things that you've been talking about for many, even decades. What was your thoughts on that?
2: Well, the fact that it's coming up public, uh, you know, from whistleblower that seems to be qualified. Um, the fact that that's happening now tells me that they're about ready to launch this great deception to form the world government, the fallen ones in their flying saucers and whatever. Uh, and what they're saying, what he's saying anyway, is, um. He's a young fella. He wasn't in the program way back when, mm-hmm. when I was there, but um, it, it's, it's kind of a sanitized version of what they're going to give to the public about what, what, what really went on in the background. But we had Russia, uh, Canada, uh, Great Britain, Australia, New Zealand. We had all, and part of Germany too as well, all mm-hmm. of them involved in this transcontinental cover-up and interaction with an alien or fallen angel type. Uh, group back then. And that was when I say back then that was in the uh, early seventies. So 91. you're saying,
0: you're saying in the early seventies, there was already cross national connection to dealing with these entities, whatever they were.
2: Yes. Yeah. I'm watching that, that, uh, revelation there from that fellow, the whistleblower, uh, as I said, it just seems so fresh and very limited in what he said that it, it, uh, lets me believe that there were, Programming the people that are watching that for uh, an eventual full disclosure and saying ah, they are here, we need to deal with it and that kind of stuff.
0: Yeah, that was that was my question, Sandy. You jump in. We we initially thought if he's saying this, even though he's saying he's under the whistleblower protection, and fears for his life and so forth, it's almost comes across to us, and we want to get your opinion. Do you feel like that, even though he's supposedly uh, exposing things, he's really do you say. think he's
1: controlled, like controlled opposition? He's been given a script and sent out there to say certain things and make it look absolutely or sound absolutely believable?
2: I think so. I think you're right, Sandy. Okay. Yeah.
0: Okay.
1: Well. We thought that.
0: Wow. Well, well, the next one is the big one (laughs) that that you just alluded to. And this is when the reporter asks him and he reveals that not only have we been uh, reverse engineering crafts, but that we actually have bodies. And this is the one that everybody's freaking out about. So so let's listen to this.
3: If you're telling us the truth, Mm
0: -hmm. everyone,
3: the entire American public has been lied to for decades.
4: Yeah, there's a sophisticated uh, disinformation campaign targeting the U.S. populace, which is extremely unethical and immoral. You are saying to
3: the human race, for the first time, an official intelligence representative at a high level from the U.S. government is saying publicly, we are not alone.
4: We're definitely not alone. Absolutely the data points empirically that we're not alone, yeah
3: do we have bodies do we have species of- it is. well naturally
4: um when you recover something that's either landed or crashed um sometimes you encounter um, dead pilots and uh, believe it or not as fan- as fantastical as that sounds it's true it's also harder for people to wrap
0: wow so as fantastical as that sounds right it's true
1: and he didn't use uh, in this clip he did not use the term is it non-human that he's
0: using that's his term yeah but we're
1: hearing that word and that terminology non-human is is this a new um turning of the page and are we creating a whole new line of thinking and even saying non-human
2: well, what would you, how would you differentiate between that and the word alien? <laughs> exactly.
1: Right. Why not just it's, it's say like extraterrestrial? Why can't yeah. we just say extraterrestrial the way we have so many years before and people that would even, you know, entertain that type of thought?
2: Yeah. You know, he's allegedly from our government, the government, you know, department. But back when I was in the program, um, No one was read in, you know, in the governments of the world. It wasn't a U.S. thing. It was a global thing. And uh, our organization, um, as I said before, covered the entire planet with major governments. Um, I don't know that we had China involved. But anyway, um, their, their politicians, their political structure would not be read into this. It was really external to that, and the funding and all the other discoveries we shared uh, between ourselves, but out of government control or oversight. So now he's saying that he's from the government doing this, and I'm positive that he's being used as a mm. a token in what they're going to pull on a the mouthpiece. Okay. Yeah. Now understand the governments are going to collapse when this new world order forms. Uh, mm. National governments are going to go.
0: Is the new world order that you're talking about when the government's collapse? is it going to be, uh, brought forth that this, these entities, these non-humans, aliens, whatever you want to call them, they're going to take the new world order. Is them taking over the world? Is that what you're saying?
2: Um, yes and no. What they're going to do is appoint a world leader, a human, back him with their technology and information to, um, Ensure that he's uh, trusted by the people of Earth as being what you know he's supposed to be—the the world dictator. Um, but they're going to overthrow all the established political structures. The Illuminati that everybody's been chasing, you know, myself included for years, decades—they're going to be dealt with. They're going to be removed uh, mm-hmm. from the whole program. Uh, so you know, they may have had a good time and lots of rich parties and whatever in the meantime, but their time is gone when these people take over. Wow. and the takeover is going to be where people of earth your people not the government where the people say yeah come help us you know stop the asteroids, wow. stop the pollution all this kind of stuff so yeah. it'll be a different world
1: it does sound a lot like the movie and television series v yeah you know the aliens came with their blue energy yeah to help uh the civilization in the latest tv series So we hear so much even from our own government about there's going to be blackouts. The power's going to go out. We have a threat. We have fear of an EMP, uh, something exploded over the country that will knock the grids out. So if that were to ever happen, of course it would be devastating, but would these visitors come and bring blue energy for us?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, they're going to offer something, uh, you know, they're, um, They'll offer us energy, you know, probably uh, free energy with a a meter on it. Uh, Mm. They want to be sure (laughs) they know who's who's using it. Yeah. Um, In the spirit uh, of good
1: old JP Morgan, we're going to continue to charge you monthly.
0: Yes.
2: Yeah. Oh, definitely. That's how they control is the flow of energy. Uh, I mean, in physics, uh, there's energy and there's the flow of energy and, uh, the flow of energy is called power. So true power in this world will be the control of the flow of energy.
1: Wow.
0: That's
2: so good.
1: That's good. Mm.
0: Okay. So I'm just going to go there, Stan. I'm just going to go there and ask you because, uh, this it's out there now, uh, he, this whistleblower has said it on regular news that we have people, uh, pilots of non-human origins, what they're calling it, yeah. instead of aliens. Now, for those that may not be familiar with parts of your story uh and only a part that you're comfortable sharing what do you feel like these entities are and y'all go ahead and get ready now because here's the big question where are they and if we really do have them do we actually have them in custody the way that it's make, making it sound like that we that we have control over them
2: no we don't. Look, um, in the program that I was in, in, in the early 70s, okay, we still had them um, under control in underground bases of Antarctica, Australia, and various other places, and there was no problem with them, but toward the, uh, well, toward the middle of the 70s, around 1974-75, the uh, alien, quote, you know, uh, fallen angels, whatever you want to call them, these, these non-humans, that we had built these bases for and stocked them with equipment and supplies they needed to expand their ability to manufacture and develop these aliens said, okay, we're through with, you know, thank you very much for helping us. We've given you antigravity and a couple other things. And so now get out of our base, it's mm-hmm. ours. Mm-hmm. And so there was a conflict. Um, there were shooting conflicts, uh, people died on both sides. And this was toward the end of the seventies. Now, since then they've, they developed their technology way further than ours, very rapidly because they knew when they were cast out from the parallel universe, which the Bible speaks of as the heavens, when they were cast here to earth through portals and whatever, they couldn't bring everything with them. So they needed us to help them set up manufacturing and developments that uh, would allow them to develop technologies like they had in the heavens. Mm. Uh, some of them wouldn't work here, but anyway, they, they had the knowledge of what they needed. And they had to wait until humanity was, you know, mining various minerals and refining stuff and get produced wires and all kinds of stuff they would need before they could actually get us uh, to allow, uh, to uh, give them a base and stock them with the equipment they needed. And they're they're preparing for a war, not with us, yeah, yeah. but with where they came from. In the, in the Bible, it's the war between God and Satan. And uh, it will be fought out here, the last parts of it here on this planet, uh, you know, in this, this, this alternate universe or you ultimate know, virtual reality that God created that we live in. Mm. So, yeah, it, it, what they do now is, is they virtually run the show in the background. And mm. if we make a craft that's anti-gravity or do something exotic, it's only with their permission. Well, that's what I was going to ask goes. you.
0: Yeah. That, that was my question is if, when we, when you hear about UAPs versus UFOs, you know, you hear that people are beginning to say, you know, a UAP is is man made. A UFO is non man made. Yeah. Is what we keep hearing. But you're saying that whatever we see, that anybody ever says, "Hey, that's ours," like in this whistleblower conference we were talking about off the air. You know, a lot of those military guys was talking about the things that they were able to see that was told to them. This is ours. We we made this. But you're saying that even though we're saying this is ours, uh, it's on, we're only able to do what they're allowing us to do is that is that what you're saying
2: that's correct because uh, the the real control of this planet is uh, in the hands of satan as the bible says it's it's his domain since adam fell from grace Um, and so until jesus returns to the planet to you know put it back in order and get rid of uh, satan and his minions and lock them up for the final judgment until that time uh, satan is running the game here preparing for this last conflict with jesus in the uh, armageddon uh, war that's coming uh which Mm. at this rate it's probably within the next probably 10 years or less Mm. maybe seven wow we're very close Mm. um so yeah and understand these guys mentally they're way ahead of us way ahead um the technology they know the 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 plans they know about how everything works in our virtual reality Mm -hmm. are so far ahead of ours that we couldn't hiccup without them knowing about it Mm. um Using energy collectors from the atmosphere, you know, uh, um, anti-gravity craft, these things all make a signature that can be picked up by their technology. So they'll know where you are what you're doing. Um, And so we're not going to beat them by ourselves. It's going to take a removal of our army, you know, the rapture it's called, catch us off, get us armed and educated about how to fight when they come back, uh, when we all come back together to fight the final battles with him and then to restore the planet. Uh, it's not going to be the end of Earth, it'll just be the end of yeah. the of the age, age of, My yeah. Goodness. Yes,
0: that's, that's deep, that's powerful. So Sandy, I think you had a question.
1: So I just want to expound on what you were already talking about, Mr. Deo. So you were talking about in the mid-70s where control was lost of a base and basically they, the entities took control. They had everything they wanted and they could move everyone else out of the way. So, was this in Antarctica, or what specific location are you talking about with those bases?
2: Well, there were many. Uh, we definitely had one in the South Pole, which the uh, the Germans laid the groundwork for as far as the human habitation mm-hmm. of it in the wow. Schwabinland, but uh, we had some in the center of Australia at Pine Gap. Uh, Pine Gap. At Nurengar, well Nurengar wasn't underground, but anyway, um, And that was in Australia. Uh, But there have been other bases Mm -hmm. that we heard about, uh, like in Arizona, uh, Mm -hmm. New Mexico, in that area, in the corner there between Arizona and New Mexico. So you fully align
1: Uh, yourself with the um, stories that Phil Schneider told of the Dulce bases and the wars or whatever battles that went on there and how he lost several of his fingers from his hand and all of that.
2: I don't know his personal story but the the whole concept of the dulcie base yeah that's correct okay. I, and when i was uh having lunch with sir john uh, williams down in australia he was my control agent there uh in 1970 73, 74 73 i think it was we were having lunch and that was the first time i heard about this this um, um conflict with the aliens uh he says you know they're moving they're moving us out. They're 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 coming for us. And <laughs> wow. Wow. So he was talking about losing control of these bases that we had built right. for them. Um mm-hmm. I think the term he used was they're they're moving in on us, I think, was what he said. And your mind couldn't
1: even conceive what he was talking about at that point, could you? Uh. That's crazy. No.
2: no crazy. No. Later I did find out what he meant. But in fact, when I asked mm-hmm. what he, he he was talking to Sir Henry he was at the table too, and he and I said, Well, what do you mean they, you know, and uh, you know, I said, you mean like the European Economic Community? Because I was still thinking normal normal world. <laughs> right. <laughs> we were having lunch in the power center for Australia there in Melbourne at the Melbourne Club, the conservative center. And so that's how I couched my question. And it was like I'd, um, you know, said a four-letter word, two-letter at the table. Everybody just kind of went quiet. And Sir John turns to Henry and he says, well i'll see at the property this weekend we're taking some hunting and fishing and so yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> shift oh my Shipped. goodness yeah well when yeah. you're talking
1: yeah. about wow. the germans and what they were doing in antarctica is that base 211 is that what you were talking about or they probably 11 m- sorry ba- what, what i hear you- talk about base 211 that the germans established in antarctica as part of some of the things that they were doing but i'm sure there were multiple bases uh, there, there even could have in been. antarctica
2: yeah we'll see some of the places in antarctica that they're under the ice you know a mile under and mm-hmm. uh, they're sealed off and they can be warm inside and yeah. you'll know, have flowing water and that kind of stuff and but at, before we entered the world war ii with the germans they had already started taking ships down to the antarctica to new Schwabenland, mm-hmm. um which was under the ice and uh So after the war, there were probably a lot of them still there. And that's probably what Admiral Byrd ran into when he went down there. Um, And, and, okay, did we make a deal with the aliens? uh, Or had they already made a deal with the Germans who were down there? I don't know. Um, But, uh, yeah, that was... What do you think? And now that... Go ahead. Well, even now then, the South Pole is in trouble, in essence, because... They're saying it's because of warming from volcanic uh, mm-hmm. processes underneath Antarctica, yeah. but also because they're saying they think the cr- the crust of Earth is stretching a bit and pulling the ice apart and cracking off, you know, calving uh-huh. off icebergs. Things oh, wow. are changing down there.
0: Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, you you said earlier um, you were talking about um, things that these entities would know in advance if we're doing something electromagnetically, these kind of things. What do you think about what people are saying that the reason we began to really hear about these episodes in the late 30s, 40s and even 50s is that the development of the atomic bomb, the development of nuclear weapons are, you know, when you're when they're tested, it disrupts their ability to navigate and all of that. And that is what drew them here. Uh, Do you feel that that is the case or do you think they've always been here?
2: No, they've always been here. They were here before the time of Jesus. I mean, it's going back thousands of years. But our our industrial complexes were not advanced enough for them to use them to, to much advantage. That What they could mine themselves and, and uh, fabricate underground or inside mountain bases, whatever, that's all they had. But they didn't want a nuclear war to screw up the balance of power that they needed to, uh, mm. you know, to. Foment the war against Jesus. Here, they they needed Jerusalem, they needed uh, some other parts in Israel, um, uh, in the Middle East, and uh, they did have a base uh, that we were allowed to uh, visit and, and use uh, about one hundred and twenty miles out of Riyadh in in Saudi Arabia. Uh, I've got mm-hmm. pictures of it up on my website there from from orbit. You can see where they've cleared up Good. part of the ground now, but it was it was a you know they they, they had a plan where they didn't want us the humans to destroy what they had uh, planned mm-hmm. um and of course nuclear war would make the, the planet uninhabitable and wow. you know, all kinds of things this wow. is what i've heard so much damage
1: and so much pollution yeah this is these are things i've heard and so wow it's wow. it's amazing to hear you confirm those things
0: well let's let's shift gears and i want to get your 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 quick comment on this we won't spend a lot of time on that and and stand at the end of the program i want to come back to you with one big important question about because this is one everybody's wanting to know we're going to wait to the end to get your answer on it and that that question is going to be what are these things if they've been here since the before humans what are they so but before we get into that let's uh Let's just comment, I just we immediately, like everything else, it has to do with with any of these topics we think of you. And this is this is the, the strange uh, instance of the green glow crash UFO in Las Vegas happening the week after the whistleblower. How convenient.
4: Sources telling the ADZN investigators that several agencies believe something landed or crashed. Whether it was non-humans or not, it certainly scared the people living on this property. Now, before we show you that video, listen to their call for help.
1: There's like an eight-foot person beside it, and another one's inside, and it has big eyes and looking at us, and it's still there. Okay, where is this on your property? Uh, In my backyard. I swear to God, this is not a joke. This is actually we just so terrified of it.
3: So there's
2: two people or two subjects that are in your backyard.
1: Correct, and they're very large. They're okay. like eight foot, nine feet, ten foot. I don't know. They're, they look like they look like aliens to us. Big eyes. They have big eyes, okay. like like I can't explain it. And big mouth. They're shiny eyes and. And
0: they're not human they're 100 they're not human okay okay <laughs> 100 <100%. laughs> that lady was like okay what that, are we dealing with there's here?
1: that term again not that this kid would know to say the same words non-human not human
0: yeah yeah and then of course right after that they showed the the police coming with their body cam and what really makes it mysterious is just as they're going in the backyard the whole left side of the video is blacked out. And the reporter says, and Metro has blacked out the portion of the yard because it's private property. So, all right. So what's your initial thoughts here in this teenage guy calling, talking about this large entity in his backyard. What were you thinking when you saw that?
2: Well, I uh, tongue in cheek a bit because some of the other uh, car video and stuff that I've seen on that showed this green ball of light, you're yes. crashing down, straight down to the earth. Now, we can have meteors, on meteorites when they strike the earth, uh, arrive that way. And the green glow is from the ionized nitrogen in the atmosphere. So was it a natural phenomenon and this kid just took advantage of it? I don't know. Um, the fact that they blacked out part of the uh, the image on the, on the body cam, um, was that dramatic emphasis? Uh, I don't know. Yeah. uh it it uh as you say it's it's convenient that this happened so close to the uh whistleblower i mean it's just yes. you know convenient
0: very convenient yes. and and it does it, you know you, you just everybody i've heard analyzing this keeps saying the family seems genuine the family seems like they're doesn't sound like they're trying to bring a hoax because you know there's things they look for when somebody's hyping up a hoax and so you know in this day and time is it like this dan do we just really doubt anything we hear on, on major media
2: when it comes to this subject? Yeah. I, I think that you gotta be cautious with all of this, uh, knowing that, um, uh, the propaganda war, you know, on humans is yes. in full swing. We learned a lot uh, from the Germans and their propaganda machines. Um, we're being herded into a particular gate in the paddock. Come on. And, yep. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, so when I look at that, uh, if it was a real thing, let us say uh, that was staged uh, by the uh, fallen ones, the angel, the uh, alien, sorry, uh, and their craft uh, for the benefit of accenting this whistleblower thing, um, there are beings among those that we've dealt with that are tall, around eight, eight and a half, nine feet. Um, that uh, I think they, they they call them the Nordics, you know, because they're fair skinned and. Uh, their skin makes rainbows in the direct sunlight because of the small scales in their tissue there. But, um, yeah, I think that those those things are being done on purpose if, the, if they happened at all. If not, then it was manufactured for the press uh, to spread this, to get people's attention to the fact that they are here. And, gosh, we don't know that much about it. We have to understand, yeah. you know, and... and When they've been here for 60 70 years there's not a lot left to understand if you've been dealing with them yeah
0: yeah Mm. wow well uh you know i have another clip that i was going to show that i'm not going to show but it's the clip of that young guy his name is angel how how fitting is that his name is angel and i thought that was thought that was pretty interesting too and uh he made a video by himself he's just sitting there in front of his phone you know and he's just like i just want to let everybody know that i'm being people saying that i'm hoax i want to tell you what happened to my family And then he makes the video and he shows some clips of that night and everything. And then the the family goes dark. And from what we understand, they've left their home, they've been persecuted. Uh, This is the narrative, and that you know they're they're going dark. You know, in fact, I don't know if you've even seen it, Sandy, but today he released a a, like a twenty second video, and he Mm -hmm. and he's on the video going, "Listen, man, my family is being tormented. We are scared for our lives." you believe what you want to believe. I said what I had to say. This happened to my family. I'm out. I'm going on with my life. Y'all go on with your own life. And then he just cuts off. And it's like a teenager. And so people are coming back and saying that the government and different people are threatening his life and all kinds of stuff. So
1: And it could be that, or it could be just giving more into this, hopefully not created narrative, but it could be created to just add to the original story of mr grush i mean we have to think that way now we cannot just accept things at face value
2: yeah yeah well it um in the uh, th- there was a document that a russian general had written in uh in during world war ii the protocols of the learned elders of zion and it was mm-hmm. a spurious document uh, it was purported to have been taken off of a a stand outside of a meeting place for Jewish Freemasons. And in it was a whole blueprint for how to take over the earth. Now, the one thing I remember about it was the last part of it, where it said the people of earth, when they've been prepared properly, will not uh, have to be, you know, captured, uh, you know, or forced into a world government. They will will have such disdain for their established governments that they will cry out for someone to deliver us Mm. from all this. They will ask for it. And uh, that's that's where we're being herded. That's the gate down there at the end of the paddock. Yes, Uh, you know we're we're being um, conditioned to want this.
0: And I and I even said um, just at our church recently that I feel like that part of that herding that you're talking about, uh, what we just came through globally with with the. Uh, pandemic and the things that happened and all the lockdowns, the freedoms, and it just created, it just shifted the mentality of the yes. world. It just feels like everybody's mind just came out of that differently. And it's like now they're, they're just open to anything that things you used to just dream about, have nightmares about what they're just open to anything other than God. And it's like this whole world is on a breakneck speed. Preparing itself for for what you're saying, and I, I like the wording that you're using. We're being herded into a gate, and um, and that's been the plan of the enemy all along. Sandy, you had yes. a question. Um,
1: I don't want to deter us too far in too far of a direction, but I have to ask this. I have to mention this. So you watched the entire um, Dr. Stephen Greer meeting conference that he held. We haven't seen yep. the entire conference we did see several different speakers. So I saw, what I wanna talk about is the younger man who talked about being in a jungle, I believe, situation where he and those who were with him came upon a craft hovering not too far off the ground and that there were private contractors, security men guarding that entire area and he knew he was in trouble when he came upon them. They were obviously not happy. And somehow he came about knowing that they were using this vehicle, this craft, to move weapons and humans as a part of human trafficking. So hmm. I, I don't know if you heard that part of it. Yeah, that I, was, did. I did. Okay. That was astonishing to me. I mean, I had never considered the facet of using those types of vehicles for anything like that. But I guess, you know, it's going on. Why not use that technology to help you implement this? So I wanna add to that this, these craft came to earth, crashed at earth, whatever. Our government supposedly retrieved the craft. Did our government turn this technology over to private corporations? to do back engineering to explore every technology that were inside and had anything to do with these craft and the private corporations are actually who are taking the bulk of this technology and using it yeah
2: oh yeah yeah definitely I I remember when I was down in Australia oh gosh uh, in the 80s I think um, we through my former security guard there with the project uh, who lived there in Perth, uh, we found out that a private corporation over in New Zealand had uh, saved uh, a lot of money for the company uh, by bringing in some technology that mm-hmm. we obtained that way, and mm-hmm. it was a, a high voltage, uh, high frequency plasma cutter, it had two poles like this, uh, and you could. The, the beam would go in between them and move down and make slices in, in this particular case, rather than patterns. And they had a large ocean liner over there that had a problem. They built the whole thing and it was all ready to go, but the shaft was too long for the propeller. It had to be cut through. I mean, we're talking about, uh, you know, this or even bigger yes. type of, you know, uh, rods that drive the mm-hmm. propellers. Okay, so they, they, there's no way to cut it in conventional times uh, in, in enough uh, time quick enough to to save the the project so they moved everybody out of the factory you couldn't touch the metal walls uh-huh. of the building and uh only you know two or three people that were knowing what they're doing were allowed to go in there they set up the posts and the, the plasma cutters and let it sail down like this and it makes a, a, a like an atomic level cut wow, it's just wow. perfect it's so good that you have to slide the, the pieces apart when you're through cutting them because the, the vacuum lock is there. And so you slide it rather than try to pull it off because you hit atmospheric pressure that won't let you pull it apart. So they did do that and they cut off, I think it hit something like a six foot diameter steel oh thing. My oh God. my goodness, wow. Um, wow, and, and, and that was, you know, well, that was part of our technology we're talking about. I mean, sure, uh, molecular physics uh, has moved by heaps and bounds behind the scenes. Yeah. And that's why things like in the day the Earth Stood Still movie where the flying saucer landed and it was just smooth and all of a sudden a door opens and a ramp rolls out and clay to the robot comes out. And then, you know, the pilot. Okay. And then when they're through, it closes up and it's solid again. Well, this is a matter of taking two flat pieces of uh, like, um, uh, somewhat like a circuit board, but placing it on the inside wall. And so there's this very small space in between them and you draw a pattern on the wall of your metallic craft and say, that's where I want a door to be. You turn it on, and what happens these high-frequency currents go out, and they separate atoms. They don't tear it (laughs) apart. They separate it by vibrations at a high frequency, and then a spring lock or hydraulic or whatever moves that whole section of the wall out, and there's your ramp. And when you're through and you want to put it back together again, you bring it back up, line them up, push the thing so it's half out of phase, and it locks the atoms back together again. It's good as new.
0: Wow, and it seals it like there's no crease, there's no evidence that it was yeah. even there. That's incredible. Well, Absolutely. I think
1: we can safely say everyone's head is spinning at home that's watching this show. If you left early, shame on you. You missed yeah. that little nugget yeah. right there. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so the, so the million-dollar question, Stan, is this. You know, when you begin to be exposed to this and you begin to hear the truth and along your journey, and you can read all about his journey on his website that we'll talk about at the end, many documentaries uh, while you were there in Australia that you made explaining a lot of this, what you could say. At what point did you figure out what this is, what these are? And then, you know, you became a believer, a strong believer. You're, You're a man of God. And I hear you continuously say that, you know, you're referring to these as enemies of Jesus. So, Stan, can you just at your comfortable level of speaking, just look into that camera of the big picture of viewers? And because if we don't, this is what we said the other night: people are people are complaining. Can you believe this? And I mean, I know you will. You know, because we're pastors, they're like, "Why are you talking about UFOs? Why are you talking about all this tin hat stuff?" And, and instead of just talking about the Bible and all this kind of stuff, and this is what we told them: well, everything we do, we're going to do it through the Word of God. We're going to do it through the through Scripture. But if we don't share the truth, then the world is gonna only hear the narrative that we're talking about. So help us understand, Stan, what are we dealing with? Who are they and where did they come from?
2: All right, Um, from the biblical sources, we know that there was a a war that started in the heavens in the parallel universe where, quote unquote, God and his angels live. Now, one of his uh, angels, the highest ranking one was Lucifer, Satan. And uh, he was the covering guard over the throne of the creator of all that we know. Now, uh, he rebelled, and a third part of the beings in the heavens there in the the parallel universe rebelled with him. And uh, they were uh, chastised by God and cast down to the earth uh, in various waves. And they're still being uh, cast here, I think. But um, they were cast here to... Uh, be uh, be faced by uh, Jesus, God's son, uh, in a battle that would uh, then allow them to be defeated and put in prison for a final judgment about a thousand years later. So these alien critters are extraterrestrial. That means they're not from Earth. They're from the parallel universe in the heavens that's spoken right. in, in the Bible. Um, and their objective it doesn't really include, uh, you know, Helping the human condition or humans, mm. they're really using us as a fodder. Um, in Daniel, it speaks about the the Antichrist of the time with the help of an alien god. Mm. Mm. Uh, and when you when I translated that, uh, you know, word by word and subword by subword from Daniel eleven, and I put that in an addendum uh, or like a well, yeah, just a, a, an appendix to the Cosmic Conspiracy two thousand and ten final edition. Where I I show that the words that Daniel uh, used to describe this Antichrist, this fallen one, and his minions, they treat humans as fodder, you know, yeah. as uh, fragile vessels to break and uh, and destroy. So they're going to only use those of us that they need for their plan to establish themselves here and to make war when it comes down here from the parallel universe. Um, the the uh, The records on Stila from the Middle East, uh, from the Sumerian time, uh, uh, Babylonians, these things record events where there were the fallen ones, these angels who were fallen from the upper uh, universe, where they come through portals on ziggurats and come down to earth to deal with humans and and to give us, as it mentions in um, uh, Genesis, to give us things and technology that we really weren't supposed to have yet, metallurgy Mm -hmm. and various other things and uh, pharmacophia. you know we're we're we we cannot beat them without an equivalent amount of technology and knowledge and, and we don't have that ourselves, only the rightful king of this planet well wow. the ruler uh which is Jesus has that and he's going to share it with us uh, those of us that are called up to be with him and to join his army and be equipped with the stuff we need to defeat these uh, these beings um so a lot of people would be frustrated and will be frustrated here who try to figure out ways to beat the established alien order here, the fallen ones, because they just won't be able to get a step up. Uh, it's too, too great a gap in technology.
0: That's, that's so interesting. That is so interesting. Where do you think this plays into everything that you just said uh, to Genesis chapter 6 uh, with the sons of God, the angels, uh, marrying the daughters of men, what is, you know, brought forth the giants, the Nephilim and all of that. Are we also dealing with that? Is, is, that, is that a part of what you're talking about? Is that, is that really the entities, the disembodied spirits of the Nephilim that you hear teaching on? And so are we dealing with fallen angels and disembodied spirits?
2: Oh, yeah, I think so, because, uh, you know, demon possession is rampant in the world today. Uh, a lot of the the high density of it is over, like in uh, the Middle East, in uh, India, Pakistan, those areas there, where they they deal with some very naughty, you know, paranormal things. But that's okay. That's them. the The giants uh, were uh, a remnant of the crossbreeding and the genetic manipulation that occurred in um, before the flood in the Middle East, in Saudi Arabia, and along the Levant. You know. Uh, where israel is um and the flood didn't kill them all and that's why joshua when he brought israel into the promised land was told by god to go and kill certain tribes yes kill the adults the babies uh, the animals everything that had living tissue kill it because they had polluted uh, dna manipulation they could not allow it to survive these these weren't normal people and uh, the giants uh, were there uh in the uh Palestine area, they were all, well, Israel now, they were there in, um, across the Jordan from there, just south of the uh, of, of where Syria borders to Jordan uh, and it was uh, the king of Og, that land was called Og, Yes. Uh, sorry Bashan, sorry, the king was Og, the king of Bashan, and they had giants all over there, but that whole area was covered after that with um, magma flows from 13 volcanoes and sealed them all off um, now then, uh, without you know Satan's help or anything else, we have our own human doctors researching how to create uh, embryos without a, an egg or a sperm. I mean, it's right, just in the new tweet, right. uh, so we're following in, this, in the footsteps of these yes. people. Yeah, yes. uh, and you know that was called Atlantis in the legends of the you know of, of the Greeks. Uh, that was Saudi Arabia, and uh, the evidence is there. Some of the names are still there. Like the, the city of Gadera was mentioned in Atlantis. Uh, in the protocols there. But anyway, uh, these things are going to come again. Whether we have giants yet or not, I don't know. There's been reports of one over in Afghanistan, I think in the mountains that the military took on here in the last decade or so. Um, whether that's a survivor of the first you know, offense or whether it's being being done in these uh, abductions where they artificially inseminate the, the women that they bring in with something, yeah. I don't know. But yeah. something is happening: genetic modification. And it's odd that the the, the bones of the giants in the Mediterranean, uh, around that the whole area, which was where Atlantis was, uh, uh, reached out to have its bases there. The Catholic Church has come in every time they found a graveyard mm. full of giant bones. They built a church on top of it and buried it. Yeah.
0: Wow! Exactly. Think about that. Mm. Yeah, you got to so wonder that, why. I mean, you got to wonder why. Right. Right. Yeah, ooh, yeah, that's a big one because you know we've been talking about that. We 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 try our best to tell everybody that we're not we're not anti-Catholic. We're not anti, no. you know, all of that. We we know that you know there's people. No, that but are, we've heard this over yeah. and over. We've heard the yeah. same
1: thing uh, about Peru. Yeah, that this would happen in Peru and other yeah. parts of the world. So and it's
0: amazing to me. I told her I've been to Peru many times. We go. Our church goes to Peru every year, and every time I go, I talk to people that re- live their whole life there pastors, and I asked them about the historic nature of Peru, these gigantic, monolithic things that you know yeah. a re- regular human being at that time could not do, and I'll, I'll say something like, do you do you think there was a, a, a race of giants or some kind of entity yeah. or something? <laughs> and they'll just, this this is how humans buy into the narrative, they'll just be like, giants? What? What? <laughs> I mean, they're like just like deer in the headlights. It's like they, they've just never heard in Peru.
2: It's amazing. Yeah. You know, um, in Daniel, we're told that what is coming is a revived Roman Empire, the two legs of the statue that uh, Nebuchadnezzar dreamed of, left and right, east and west, uh, old Roman Empire revived. Well, today that would be Europe, left leg, uh, your west, and then the east into the Middle East, you would have the Arab uh, key nations like Saudi Arabia and and, uh, Iran, those areas. So we're seeing the revived Roman Empire, wow. and you, you have in the Vatican uh, the remnants of the original Roman Empire because the 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 organization of the Vatican and the the, the archbishops and all that kind of stuff was like when Rome had governors in various states there or countries,
3: yeah. mm-hmm.
2: and uh, you know those are now archbishops. They're not governors, yeah. <laughs> but they, wow. but yet they are. They whisper in the ear of the kings and queens yeah. that run these places, and yes. they have for for many uh, generations here. Yeah. So, uh, that's going to be uh, allied with the antichrist kingdom that is coming. I think the fly in the ointment to the antichrist kingdom is going to be China and some of the, uh, Asian nations that will join with China, the Kings of the East, right. uh, they're not going to be stable within the uh, world government that the antichrist sets up. So there'll be conflict there anyway.
0: Yeah. And in fact right now I'm doing a verse by verse teaching of the book of Revelation and you that's what I just got through speaking on like two or three weeks ago about, you know, the river Euphrates drying up, trouble coming on the Antichrist, the 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 armies of the East, and that plays in right exactly what you're saying. So, Stan, if people have made it to this point, their heads are spinning. They're, 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 they're either... <laughs>
1: probably. <laughs> they,
0: they've either already believed most of this and, and it's a fan of Standeo and is loving this, or they're like, what in the world is going on? I've never heard anything like this in my life. So some of them are probably scared. Some of them are probably terrified of this. So, so how should a believer respond to... Because what you're saying, Stan, is that this is only the beginning of the disclosure. There's, we're yeah. about to start hearing some very alarming things coming from powerful voices as they begin to roll out. Our saviors are here, right? But it's not Jesus, and it's going to be, um, it's going to strike fear in the hearts of a lot of people that don't have a solid faith. I mean, how how should we respond to what we know is coming?
2: Well there's how do we respond as christians real believers or and how do we uh, respond uh, to people who are not yet there uh, believing uh, you know th- right. there're two classes of people to to the christians who understand that it's going to be a rapture of the church up out of here before the tribulation really gets underway and, and to you know to be with the lord to be uh, given a new body and, and trained to to fight in this war for those people uh, don't be afraid uh, be um, extra vigilant in your outreach and your witness to those who are either weak Christians or not Christian at all. Explain to them why this has to happen. Now, like um, like Sandy said about the, the series V, the movie V, watching that, uh, I, I encourage that, especially the, the original mm-hmm. movie, because it was a secular attempt, uh, and a good one, to explain what Revelation is talking about, about, you know, Uh, a great deception coming upon earth and uh, Mm -hmm. it it uses a lot of things that are actually linked to to biblical prophecy about the blood of jesus and everything else it's it's hidden within that whole script of that thing so that's i I used to use that movie in fact i would Mm -hmm. hire it and have home meetings and school meetings show the movie then explain the similarity between that and what the bible said is coming wow um and, and we must tell these things to people who are not yet Christian who are not full Christians even are not waked up or not born again we must share that with them so that if they are uh, unfortunate enough to be left here on earth to face what is coming that they will they will know where it's coming from and there will be ways to deal with it but we' we're, we're we're telling in advance to prove the point before it happens and and the the, uh, the aliens are here the world government is set up uh, if we were to come out at that time, and say, Oh, don't trust them. They're the bad guys. Right. Uh, it would be, it would be too late. You have to do this in advance. Mm. Prophetically, you have to do that in advance. So they have it in their mind and say, well, the Bible that they used predicted this time. And here it is. It's not sour grapes. It's, it's a fact that that is so good.
0: Is. That is so powerful saying what is. he just said is yes. what a great point Stan. is that if we wait, to address this, right. when it happens, it's going to sound like we've just adjusted our theology at the last minute yeah. to try to match what's going on. But if we can prove through the Bible that this is what it really yes. has always been, then people can come back to the gospel as the answer.
1: Absolutely.
0: That is awesome
1: yes it is and it'll be
2: it'll be tough to do it during the tribulation period after the 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 bride the church has been raptured out of here it'll be tough because at that time being a christian will mean that you won't take the number of the economic system of the planet and Mm -hmm. um you you won't be able to own property pay taxes earn income anything else um and uh, when they catch you uh, they're going to chop your head off probably on tv and say this is what happened to you people that that don't uh, swear your allegiance to us um and the useless eaters will be the Christians, you know, uh, and they will be the enemy of the, of the people at that time.
0: Wow. Mm. Ooh,
2: man, you got any Wow-y. closing thoughts, Amy? What a show. What a show.
1: This is amazing. Yeah. I do want to mention one.
2: Go
0: ahead. Go, go ahead, Mr. Go Dale. Ahead, go ahead,
2: sir. Uh, one thing I, I would uh, express here, I did have a, a dream vision a few years back mm-hmm. about the, the, the believers during the tribulation. They were uh, There was a group of them, uh, maybe eight, nine of them that were Out in the the boonies in a kind of a log cabin type environment uh, because they didn't have a number and there were empty wooden bowls uh, sitting on a table like where you would eat but they were empty and so they sat down and prayed and food appeared in all the bowl uh, the bowls so I I suspect that uh, there will be help uh, uh, from Uh Jesus or from the Holy Spirit during that Uh time Uh, he never leaves the world without a witness, but, you know. So no,
0: no, absolutely, my absolutely. goodness. I, and, and you know, I've told people all the time. You know, that, you know, you're gonna have the 144,000 here. You're gonna have the two witnesses. You're, you, and the Bible talks about there's a number that can't be numbered uh, of the tribulation saints. But what you're saying is. Don't put your stock in the fact that you think you're gonna be able to ride this thing out because the chances are right. you got a lot better chance of getting your heart to Jesus on this side of the tribulation yes. period than after. While wow, Stan, well look, Stan, we this is the beginning. We we made a decision, you know, we're this is not all we're talking about, obviously on the big picture, but we made the decision that, you know, hey, it's it's important for our people yeah. to hear from voices that are not just experts, but that are coming from a Biblical view of the world As well And uh, there's none better than Standeo And we appreciate everything you mean To us Uh, Thank God that we were able to connect with you In our lives We feel honored to have you on our show Honored for your wisdom And of course we appreciate Holly and all that mm-hmm. she does because we understand there's there's no standale without holly we we all know that so yeah. and there's certainly no standale.com and all of that so we look forward to one day just one day even if for a second we're going to pull her out from behind the scenes and <laughs> maybe we can let everybody <laughs> know <lot> <laughs> <laughs> uh, i'd like to see that too yeah <laughs> we love you miss holly if you could hear us thank you we look forward <laughs> yes, to meeting you one yes. day yes yes yeah. she's, yeah, she's right listening way. uh well stan thank you for being on the the big picture we will certainly do this again
1: another mind-blowing episode
0: absolutely Woo! thank you so
2: oh, much oh. and one adam here you before we went on to recording this uh remember that greer documentary you're talking about you yes. go to our website standale.com and then go to um, uh, show images it's a link under that uh, microphone for youtube go there and go down about midway and you'll see three the slides i put in that link to the greer documentary and one thing that i was surprised to see in the middle of it is one of the the uh, the, the uh, whistleblowers if you wish uh lieutenant colonel donald Heckert, um he was mountain man he was uh, a football player he was my roommate at the academy and he's giving a lot of testimony at this uh, to support the the need to expose all this so it was all home week there but anyway go to go to to show images and you definitely just just to let you know what it looks
0: like go to show images and you'll see all all of his images go
2: down go down go down a little bit further okay there you go you see dr greer and yes. all those pictures, uh, you can see the pictures here. They're taken from the the video. But yes. click on any one of those in the text, and it'll take you to the whole thing. Sit there and watch it. it it's part great. Of the wow. conditioning.
0: Okay. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's awesome. Well, hey, we appreciate it, and we will have all of this linked down below. For you to easily, everyone, go directly to these links to to standale.com. You can connect with him, Mm -hmm. uh, buy his products there, see wherever else he's going to be uh, on uh, video and audio podcasts. I
1: would even say I recommend to check your show with Doug Hagman out.
0: Absolutely.
2: Absolutely. I'll be
1: watching that.
2: Uh, Let me add something to that. Okay. I don't know whether you heard this on Doug's show um, last month, but – We've been thinking about uh, reviving the Art Bell type show. Mm. And so, oh
1: my goodness!
2: <laughs> and I'll play the part of Art Bell, and we'll have guests on. And uh, we're trying to set it all up now. There's a lot of uh, paperwork and legal I'm stuff in. to do. But
0: oh wow! You're doing you? okay.
2: So no, we're, we we're all exactly in. What, we're... I mean, in Art's day, uh, we, we could only hear. You know, you couldn't see images yeah. and pictures that we can now throw up in the, the various media that we have. So uh it's it's fun i've been going back over some of his old shows and where we talked together and oh i love catching yeah. you
1: on an old art bell yes. oh man those are good
2: yes well, well that sounds it's great. different time
0: yeah, well sandy it said it earlier and i think she nailed it you are not slowing down sounds like you are sp- <laughs> ramping up doing more than you've ever done that's awesome yeah. That's so great, Stan. Mm. Thank you for all that you mean to everyone that uh, views yes. and yes. listens to you, what you mean to the body of Christ mm-hmm. and uh, to the Big Picture family. You are family to us, yeah. and even though we're in different states and we've only seen each other on video, hopefully that will change. We would like to meet you one day if we could. If yes. not, uh, we are grateful from the bottom yes, of our really. hearts to have you on our show. So thank you again yeah. for being a part of the My Big Picture. Thank and you, and dear, Lord
2: bless you both. Thank, Thank you so you. much.
0: And to all the big picture family out there, we want to say how much we appreciate you for being here for this unbelievable program. I, like Sandy said, I know your heads are spinning. Just go ahead and comment below. You don't have to agree with everything you heard. You don't have to. It's, that's not what this is about. This is about us just giving you information. Sandy, closing thoughts.
1: Well. That was amazing and exciting and I can't wait for even more of it. So, yes, so looking forward to it.
0: Because like we said, we're going to give you what the Bible says right. and uh we're going to give you we're going to bring people on here it's going to point you to Jesus. Absolutely. And if you don't know Jesus, there's no better time in the world yes. than to ask him to forgive you of your sins, come to your heart and get your life ready for what is coming on this world. So we always remind you, no matter what's going on on the big picture. I'm telling you, if you yeah. if you don't know this by now, right. we ain't woke, but well, we, we are certainly, are certainly awake. awake. Have and a great night, God Don't forget bless. your wide
1: awake coffee.